there's a difference between like I'm just a victim to the system and there's so little that I can't actually do a lot and then saying I know this music is evil and not helping my soul but I'm gonna listen to it anyways What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. My name is Ethan. And my name is Derry. And everybody, you can go check us out on social media. We're pretty much everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We got Reels. We're now on Rumble and stuff like that. Too. We have no videos. We have no videos. You can still go search us up and subscribe, <laughs> though. <laughs> we'll probably post this one on there. Um, yeah, so we're everywhere. You want to go check us out? Go for it. Yeah, we got on Rumble because although we're a small podcast right now, if we ever grow and get big and then they want to threaten to not pay us they for real youtube yeah yeah you know, youtube's like uh, i watch this video a bunch of creators are just randomly getting demonetized mm-hmm. for violating community guidelines and so i was like well i just you know guard against that for future purposes let's mm-hmm. get a rumble um this is the first podcast we're doing back that or that i've been back from the middle east mm-hmm. and it's been a good time. For everybody who doesn't know, we recorded two to three episodes a week for three months. Yeah. Or two and a half months. Um, because Ethan has been gone literally from three months ago, basically, because he got back two weeks ago. Yeah. It's been three months. Yeah. Uh, so he's, we've, he's been gone for a while. And so every episode you've seen has been pre recorded from a while ago. Uh, so that's why we haven't covered a lot of like current topics. Yeah, a lot of But we had a lot of really good guests on. And mm-hmm. some really interesting episodes, in my opinion. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been too bad. But it's yeah. been weird, like, not podcasting right. every day. Right. I've, I definitely missed it. 100% yeah. when I was over there, I thought to myself, wow, I I genuinely miss podcasting every day. Not every day, but every week. Yeah. So I'm excited to be back. We're excited to get into talking about a lot of cultural things mm-hmm. so i saw so much happening i was like well this would be great content mm-hmm. i was just watching it go by mm-hmm. i'm like dang it yeah that'd be great i also i kind of want the audience opinion on something i i understand and i also want to know what you think about this too and kind of outing ourselves by saying this a little bit but like the current trend of like how you title things to get people to watch them is my least favorite thing about the internet right now but i understand people do it like i literally scrolled past a video today not by someone i subbed to just like on my homepage on youtube and it said god is reminding you of something don't scroll past this video very important and i was like i'm not gonna watch that just because of that title like i can't yeah. like i ethically can't do that yeah i well, i will i will not i will not out of spite yeah and it's just like how people are titling but we title our videos not like that but similarly right like yeah what's well, just said what about like this thing yeah well you want to get you want to be like get people's attention you're vying for people's attention so yeah, you yeah. want to be kind of honest but inflammatory mm-hmm. as inflammatory as you can be while being honest mm-hmm. i and just like i don't mean like offensive i just mean yeah, get someone's yeah. Attention, jar them yeah I'm just someone who wants the most um, information in the title that I can get so I can know if I want to watch the video or not. Yeah, you're boring. Yeah, I'm boring. And so like, <laughs> if, I wa- if I look at a video and it's like, the Bible says, what about abortion or something? I'm like, I don't know what this video is about. And it's 15 minutes. I'm not going to waste my time clicking on it. True. I also think I know the answer. Yeah. yeah. I just scroll back. Yeah. Unless it's by someone really interesting, like, I'm not going to click on it. And so I don't know like what we should do about our like titles. Because yeah. on one hand, I'm like, I just want it to be the information so people know if they want to watch it or not. 
But on the other hand, if we title it something like not catchy, but something infl- not inflammatory either, but something jarring. like mysterious and jarring, yeah, mysterious. it's like we'll get more views on it. We do. But I, I know, but I hate it. Yeah. At the same time. Yep. That's hard. Speaking of living in a world where the things in front of you you hate and you, you don't want to partake in, but it, it's almost necessary. <laughs> this is a great segue, great transition. Segue. My Midwest come out? Yeah. <laughs> Segway. Speaking of Midwest, so my in-laws are in town. Shout out Paul and Tom. Paul and Tom. I said Paul and Tama. Paul and Tama. That's what, record, that's what happens when you record at Tame 6.45 Paula. in the morning. <laughs> um, Paul and Tom, shout you out to you guys. You know who Tame and Paula is? No. Okay. But um, speaking of Midwest things, we were playing, you know how to play Contact? The, uh, the word game? Yeah. Basically, someone has a hidden word that they, they'll be like, I don't know. Yesterday I did S six letters. Mm-hmm. And you guys give each other. You guys do this whole thing of trying to figure out yeah, my yeah, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so you, part of it is you give clues. And so Laura, my wife, had a word, and I was trying to give my in laws a clue. Mm-hmm. My clue was beg. And they're like beg. I was like beg. I was like beg. Uh-huh. Like like you're begging for something, not bag. Yeah. Don't think. And I thought it's only because we're from the Midwest that I had to clarify. Yeah. Bag is not big. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's awesome. You gotta beg for it. Yeah. So anyway, for the segue, the segue. Yeah. Um, living in a world in which the options in front of you, mm-hmm. you don't like, you yeah. gotta partake in them. Mm-hmm. My opinion on the titles is we just go with the trends and see and get the views. Yeah. And it's kind of hard because I also don't like it, so mm-hmm. it's hard to make thumbnails and titles when you are not interested in the trend. Mm. And so you're like, I don't know how to be be jarring right now. Mm. Just make one like make, make the use bigger than the rest of the words so they stand out. Mm. Maybe we could make like the thumbnail jarring and the title. Yeah. Like informational. I don't know. Depends on how many people are get the notification because it drops down the menu. I guess if, I, if it's informative. Yeah. But basically, just do whatever Ruslan does. Yeah. Except sometimes Ruslan's thumbnails, I'm like. Yeah, that's not, that's not true. Mm. Like I said something about abortion, and I was like, I know that's, that's just taken out of context on purpose. Yeah. He talks about how he does it on purpose. Yeah. Many of his of his videos, he talks about how he makes the thumbnails drawing on purpose to get people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. So he's good at YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But as you were segueing into our our main topic, mm-hmm. it kind of has to do with that. Today we want to talk about Ephesians five a little bit. Um, we had a pot. We had it on podcast. We had a TikTok about it, and we were just having some conversation about the topic. And mm. we thought it would be really interesting because it's one of, in my opinion, it's one of the biggest like Christian conundrums for my own life that I don't know how to like resolve. Um, that I've kind of found, and so I, we wanted to address it. Like, yeah. how do we solve this problem? And even can it be solved? Because it is a very Every time I say nuance now, I think of a TikTok that Robin made uh, about yeah, the word yeah. nuance, and it's hard for me to use the word. <laughs> because I think, it's like his, I was like, would Robin be mad at me right now? <laughs> it's how he, he says some, like, things I hate that people do. It's yeah. like that. I thought about you, too. I was like, why is he coming for us right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's like it's a nuanced topic. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so you want to read Ephesians 5 for us a little bit, and then we can... We Just the, the verses we want to talk about or all the way from the beginning? Just for the ones we put on screen. Okay, so we got a couple of verses here for you guys. Um, so this is Ephesians 5, 
although it doesn't say on the screen, trust us, you can read it for yourself if you don't. But it says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light, for the fruits of the light consist in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. Mm. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said. And then he continues. Yeah. But we're going to stop there. Yeah, yeah. So the point of the the, the point of the passage, the point of of our topic today is like taking no part in darkness but instead exposing it and there's a ton of videos online about like what does it mean to expose it and stuff that's not necessarily what our heresy hunt yeah that's not necessarily what our topic is about today our topic is like how do you take no part in the deeds of darkness when there's so many things in this world that are easy to partake in without knowing that um they're part of the dark world Right. So the the thing that Ethan brought up on the TikTok were uh, concerts by who? Uh, well, the original creator said Beyonce, mm. someone else, and Taylor Swift, and said they were doing demonic rituals in their concerts, which is possible if they're in the mm. occult and trying to use witchcraft to get people's attention. Yeah, it's that, that happens. And we've we've life. had we've had videos on like Sam Smith, right, and yeah, and some other people, stuff like that. Yeah. But I never knew Taylor Swift did. So I don't say anything about Taylor Swift just because I haven't seen much from her in the realm of the occult. Yeah, I haven't seen anything but about that either. Beyonce has been in the spotlight for occultic practices and mm-hmm. questionable for... And Jay-Z. Yeah, for those two are like the, the candidates for possible Satanists, <laughs> most likely <laughs> Satanists in, um, in, the, in the, the music industry. Yeah, so there's obvious examples like that, right? Of like, mm-hmm. if someone's doing like practices like that or like we talked about Nicki Minaj's Grammy performance like a long time ago in mm. 15 or 16 I can't remember um, stuff like that where it's obvious like someone is relating to like darkness yeah. and you're like okay well I don't want to support that because the Bible says like take no part in mm. that right but then there's more um, hidden ways right of, of partaking in evil and that's kind of, kind of what we want to talk about today because i think it's it's easier for us as christians to see the alarming shocking ways of the world is like partaking in darkness and then you see you know someone post on facebook like oh my gosh i can't believe jay-z did this in his like concert mm-hmm. and you're like well he's kind of part of the world i'm not really that surprised um but yeah. at the same time you're like well okay i don't want to pay, partake in that because yeah the question part of darkness be, yeah the question for christians is like not is it bad because the answer right. is yes the answer is should you listen to jay-z then right or should you not listen to jay-z right and so that's a hard decision like do you not just listen to that song or do you listen to other songs it's easy decision because music's not that good <laughs> okay <laughs> um and so that like that's more of an, an easier thing to understand like i'm not gonna watch that music video and maybe i'm not gonna support jay-z anymore or something yeah it's all up to you but like harder decisions are like there are so many things around us in our daily lives that would be, if we support or if we partake in, would be a part of us, like, supporting darkness, right? Mm-hmm. And so the Bible's pretty, like, clear here. It's like, have no part, but instead expose, mm-hmm. right? So don't live in it at all, but actually expose it to the world, like, for what yeah. it is. Yeah. And so there's a lot of ways that we can, like, partake in darkness without knowing it. And we can just mention a few, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of unethical, like, products that we have right and there's a lot of places that we maybe shop that like partake in unethical practices 
Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that maybe we support in like the movies or music that we listen to that are unethical. Like there are cars that we drive that are not ethically made or are not ethically sourced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can name specifics and we will yeah. in a second, yeah. but it's like, it starts to get overwhelming. It's like, how could I even partake in the world at all? Because the way like maybe even a really nuanced way, you're like, I don't think we get our oil ethically. Right. Yeah. Or like that, like our gas for our cars. Like how am I supposed to, like drive my car to work if I don't agree with the ways that we source our like energy. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how do, if I consider that to be like darkness, how do I expose that and not be a part of it and still drive my car? You right. know what I mean, do I have to get rid of my car? Do I have to like ride a bike to work every day? Like what if I don't live near my work? But then you're supporting the rubber industry and that's, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Sports capitalism, we're all evil. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, capitalism is good. So we get on kind of that tangent of like, how do I even exist in this world? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, should I name like specifics for, for people or? Well, yeah, we can get there. But I think another, like, yeah, as we're talking about this, it's like you have to find what darkness means. Mm, smart. You know, and so have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Be careful with that. That's going to make noise in the mic. Slam. <laughs> um, yeah, so have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Okay, well, we don't want to be partaking in fruitless deeds. What are those deeds? Mm. It's interesting. It says fruitless deeds of darkness, like it doesn't bear fruit. Yeah. So that's and that's an indicative statement, but also of darkness. So darkness is opposite of right. God because God is light. It says you were once in darkness, but now you are light. Mm. Because you are belonging to the Lord, stop these practices of darkness. Mm. What are those practices of darkness? You could look at Galatians five or six. Five or six, one of those where it talks about the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It also talks about the fruits of the flesh are evident. Mm. And it lists a bunch of bad things. Right. You know, but also, yeah, the things that we give our money or time to, are we partaking in them? Mm-hmm. Like a dilemma I've had is like, if I watch a movie that supports ideologies that I don't support, mm-hmm. am I agreeing with or supporting that ideology mm. and therefore should i not go to the movies then mm. and see that and if you like decide yes then you basically can't see any movie anymore right because pretty much every movie you're going to go see is going to do that in some way yeah and then so then for the movie specifically it depends on the overall theme but yeah it depends on the different things they're doing mm-hmm. you know if there's a movie that's talking about indoctrinating children on certain ideologies in the world that we see right now. So trendy. What's that? I said you're so trendy. I'm so trendy. I'm just not going to say the words. <laughs> um, if we're talking about a movie like that, I'm not going to see the movie. Mm-hmm. But also then it's like, but you also may, but Ethan, maybe you watched a movie where a guy cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. And that's also wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was glorified. Maybe it was glorified. Yeah, it was yeah. glorified. I don't know if I have because yeah, that's terrible. Sure have. I don't know. It happens all the time. Where it glorifies cheating. I yeah. think cheating in most movies is always bad. Sometimes. Sometimes it's um, not. I definitely have. Like, here's someone that's, someone that's morally compromising. Okay. One of my favorite movies is Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah. The whole movie is about this guy taking revenge on the government and killing everyone in local government. Yeah. Because they didn't bring justice to his wife's murderer. If you want a, an insight into Ethan's mind about how he might <laughs> act in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought... Like, it, the reason I like that is because it's about a failing justice system mm-hmm. being held accountable for their actions. Yeah. But the protagonist definitely went way too far. Mm-hmm. 
there's probably innocent people there who were not mm-hmm. part of the process that died. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, yeah, you're, he might be a psychopath. Am I validating that psychopathic behavior? Mm-hmm. Am I agreeing with him saying it's good? Is that, and that's darkness because we're also called to love our enemies and forgive those who do bad to us. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that's morally compromising. Hmm. That's just a sm- that's just a small example. Hmm. And maybe you could say because it's pretend it's okay, but it's still mm-hmm. a message being portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is the dilemma we find ourselves in where we enjoy certain things in the in this lifestyle. And maybe in what we're going to talk about specifically the West, we enjoy mm-hmm. things that are morally compromising. And that movie is just the, just the, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I think everybody has these thoughts all the time of like, wow, this show is like promoting or saying it's good to like be a bad friend even mm. or to like like you know be like every movie in the world is gonna promote uh like like non-christian ideas of like sexual ethics yeah you know what i mean yeah and so like can you support that it's clearly part of the kingdom of darkness and right they're all every movie you see is gonna support that every, every single show. one every, every show. show yeah, yeah. new girl you yeah. got how much your mother how much your mother we're so old yeah (laughs) that that was the that's when tv stopped being good oh yeah those are the last good see this is the thing i watched new girl and i've seen all every episode of how much mother yeah you get friends after that the shows went downhill real bad they're so great shows but um okay so i think there's kind of categories in my mind we can move from one category to more like focused like harder to define categories Mm -hmm. i think the first category we can look at is like the things we can support that directly do bad things in the world right so this like the cobalt mines for like iphones and like electric Mm -hmm. cars there's like uh, sheen and h&m and and all these other companies that have unethical like work practices and stuff mm-hmm. i guess you could throw amazon in there as well and yeah. different things like that um maybe mass farming that destroys soil and that like, kills ecosystems deforests areas vegans, vegans in general i, but, I always say that because of mono farming yeah mono yeah. farming um for like growing which all corn or why all... are we mono farming we no, do we did we forget the dust bowls yeah that's what happened yeah anyways go ahead yeah. sorry uh, maybe explain that for people real quick because they might not know what you're okay. talking about. The Dust Bowls were right before the Great Depression mm. or right after, around that time. And it was basically, we just, all the farms decided, we're going to make corn. This farm's always going to be corn. Mm-hmm. And then they just, they suck up all the nutrients from all the crops and then all the dirt couldn't grow any food. And so there was a mass um, famine in America. Yeah. And a bunch of people starved to death because you have to, to rotate your crops because corn takes this nutrient and then wheat takes this nutrient. So the one year you can do corn, the next year you can do wheat, the next mm-hmm. year you can do something else. But you had to keep re- like turn overturning these these crops so that right. the dirt stays fresh. And mono farming is like we only grow almonds. Right. And we do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have un or not very good practices of getting the nutrients back in the soil currently that yeah. aren't good for the plants or us or the soil or the wildlife or the wild exactly or the wildlife around it which like a lot of those like fake ways of re like vitalizing the soil kills a lot of the um ecosystems around yeah. the plants and stuff yeah which is really interesting so that's like one uh, those are some examples right mm-hmm. of like really easy things to spot they might be hidden a little bit but it's easy to be like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So there's kind of the first category. The second category in my mind is like thematically, like, is this movie like portraying a theme I don't like? Or is this song portraying yeah. or glorifying or exalting, whatever you want to say, a theme or a practice that's a part of darkness that I don't want to be a part of. Mm. And I think that's the the area that's easiest for us to think about because we're like, they said a bad word in that song. Or like they said, they said some kind of sexually explicit thing. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. Which is fair. That, you know I mean? That's good for your personal sanctification. Yeah. But it's you, easy to notice. Yeah. Right. You don't want to fill your mind with junk. That's just basic. Like that's like Christianity 101. Mm-hmm. You know, what goes into the heart comes out, you know. And yeah. So, you want to make sure you want to be really strict with what you allow into your life because those voices will have influence on your behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, for this topic, yeah. So that seems to me like the the second category. It's pretty easy to understand, but it's more thematically, right? Yeah. So it's not like there's a, a giant industry doing something bad. It's like there's an artist that says something that we might not agree with as Christians. Yeah. Okay. The the third and most difficult category to sift through in my mind is do you support things from organizations or individuals that act or support things that you don't yeah right and so is that being a part of the kingdom of darkness right and that one if you're going to say i am not going to support anyone who doesn't only like believe in christian practices and ideals well good luck finding a grocery store that's christian you know what I mean? And listening to only Christian music exclusively and maybe only Christian music whose theology agrees with you. Yeah. Nowadays, right? only listening to Christian music is more doable than it used to be. You got Christian folk. That's good. You got Christian rap. You got alternative. Like, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. so hard. You just can't rival like Blink-182, you know, yeah. like that's we're not old, but <laughs> <laughs> so you got things like that. And even on a little bit bigger scale, you got things like, you know, the target controversy or yeah. like every every organization in the world this month is going to have their their Twitter or Instagram bio is going to have a flag in it, right? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So it's like, well, they all, you know, they all support like things that you don't support, right? Mm-hmm. Even maybe it's in how they treat their employees or, or something. I guess that would be more the first category. Yeah. But Maybe it's it's in like they all support the Democrats, the, Democrats. the evils, like Party of Darkness. Well, not they support let's the just darkness. Say woke, because Democrats not too bad, but everyone, even the left, doesn't like the woke. I just saw a thing where like these British don't say the word woke, but really only conservatives use it, and it's so cringy. Well, that's because the woke people don't want to address that they're they're cringy. Yeah, I don't but, think woke is cringy. But if you say woke, anybody that isn't a Republican immediately knows you're out of touch. I don't think I, that's true. I promise you. Mm-hmm. I I had this conversation with like 10 people mm-hmm. yesterday and they were like, it's the most cringy thing when we hear someone say woke. Um, they were all liberals, right? Yeah, they were all, they were all not Republicans. So I'm saying whenever anyone, whenever anyone who's not a Republican, which is what I said, yeah. hears you say the word yeah. woke, they immediately know you don't know like or can relate no, to it No, the thing all. is woke defines the extreme, extreme fringe left. But that's it, what that means. It doesn't anymore. It's just used as like the same as like someone saying uh, a fascist. Like left, super left people always just calling Republicans fascists. Yeah. It doesn't have any meaning anymore. It's just like a stupid word. So what do you call use. the French left? Call them by like whatever, like whatever thing they're Because even the left about. doesn't like the French left. Because, because to say that like targets 
things that they're doing is woke. Like it's not fringe left. That's just normal. That's just everybody in our society pretty much doesn't care about mm. that. And so calling it woke is like, no, it's not. I would, I would, I don't know. I just promise you, every person that would listen like to this or that like would hear someone say woke immediately is like, you have no idea what you're talking about now. Like you are now like a conservative like talking point. And it's just, it's, it's so clear when people use certain words that they're just repeating like what they've heard over and over. Well, that's with anyone, but like any party anywhere can mm-hmm. say that, but what, okay. Well, let's say fringe left. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And trying to indoctrinate children mm-hmm. that, but they also say like, go woke, go broke, which is true. You see Bud Light, what just happened with Bud Light, mm-hmm. which I think is hilarious. So you know what happened with Bud Light? They as conservatives say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's, so I thought the Bud Light was hilarious mm-hmm. because they did go and I'm going to use the term. They went woke. But the problem is their demographic, people who drink Bud Light are not in that part. The, the they, thing is you, you, you just use that word for a non-fringe idea. Like they gave one can to a supporter that's trans. They didn't like, so, like they didn't sell it they or anything. They put the flag on the can, don't they? And they've done that forever. You sure? Yeah, the only problem was that they like gave a can with an influencer's face on it who was trans to them, as they do for a lot of different like music stars, and then mm-hmm. the world lost their minds. And that's not a fringe idea. They're supporting trans rights or something, which is a mainstream like kind of thing to do. It's not woke at all. It's mainstream. And so when someone hears you say like woke, they're just like, Oh, like you don't care, clearly. Mm-hmm. I, I promise. Like, I have so I many friends who've talked about this. I know that's what you're saying, but I just this has a small sampling of the rest of the culture where I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't know if that's true. Okay. I'm still going to use it because it's a good defining word. It's such a it's bad not, defining word. It's not as bad as fascist. Fascist is like, fascists are really bad. Oh, people. it's way worse than fascists. Fascists are actually. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. In the quality of who they are. For yeah. sure. I mean, like in the destruction of the word. Destruction of the word. Yeah. Like that. Like, doesn't mean anything. I know woke misrepresents the left. That's why I say it's only for the fringe left. Because there's pretty... There's pretty. But well, you just used like, it not for the fringe left. You just used it in general, like for anyone who supports. Do you think LGBTQ? LGBTQ you think that's like just normal left. That's not fringe. Oh, that's normal right. Well, when just. I say fringe, with LGBTQ stuff, it's like that agenda now is not so much like we just want rights. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you have to accept our ideologies or you hate us mentality, and that's what's, that's yeah. fringe. Where it's like that's not fringe. That's normal left, and probably like twenty five percent of the right as well. But when the fringe is the fringe part is the we're gonna teach our children at this young how to self please yourself sexually and do this stuff and that you can choose if you want to be a boy or girl when you're in the fourth grade. That's fringe, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, and that's what I think people say when they say woke. Because that's what I assume like when I hear woke. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of like Jordan Peterson, who's a Democrat and mm-hmm. left. And he's like, he's like, I'm not conservative. I am a liberal. I'm a classic liberal. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm thinking about when I'm saying woke. I'm talking about the indoctrination mentality of crazy people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so those are kind of the three categories we have, right? Mm-hmm. Getting back to the categories. Let's talk about the first one. So it's, this is like the hardest one to get away from. These other like two are more about like who you support and the kind of like quality of content you follow. The first one is like where you shop and what phone you have mm-hmm. and like the clothes you're wearing and if you order stuff online or not. 
you know, stuff yeah. like that. And so it's like, it's hard to get away from those things, but those are also the bigger like areas of darkness, right? Mm-hmm. Supporting slavery is a pretty big like part of the kingdom of darkness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Supporting unethical like farming practices is like a pretty big deal because you're destroying ecosystems. God says, take care of this world. Obviously not doing that if you're mm-hmm. like supporting these areas. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how do you stay alive in this world without like the things that this world says you need to be a part of it, like a smartphone. Like mm-hmm. you could, depending on your job, maybe have a dumb phone today. Yeah. It'd be really hard. You know what yeah. I mean? So many places don't use cash anymore and just like use like contactless pay, yeah. the touch pay. There's so many places that you like you can check out on your phone. There's just like so many things that you need some kind of smartphone device mm-hmm. in order to just operate normally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And pretty much any smartphone you get is going to be a little bit unethically sourced. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Most of them are all getting their cobalt from cobalt mines, yeah. which we most of us know about the unethical like labor practices of cobalt mines. So mm-hmm. there, there's one company that's called um, maybe the Nothing Phone or something like that. And they ethically source all their things, but their phones are like $1,500 and not that great. Like they're, they're okay, wow. but they're not the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, well, do you not buy iPhone anymore? And you go out and do that? Because I know I like my iPhone so much that so I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you got a computer. Yeah, now I got, now I got a computer. And like, I need that for my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I remember I, recording on iPhone. We have a Mac right here and mm-hmm. we got these mics. Mm-hmm. And you guys are watching on a smartphone. Right. And so it's like how, because I am in part a little bit supporting darkness by doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, on the other hand, I need them. But just because I need them doesn't negate me supporting darkness aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's hard. It's a really difficult topic. It's a really, it's a really difficult walk to do mm. because, there, yeah, there's an aspect of like, well, you could be as ethically source as or you can be as ethical as you possibly can be maybe by a used phone mm-hmm. you know and it's like okay cool it's better but that phone is still made by slaves mm-hmm. so you still a culpable mm-hmm. it's like you could stop shopping at target because they did this satanic lgbtq stuff and they're i say satanic lgbtq because there was a known satanist mm-hmm. who made the shirts that's not accusatory. That's just facts. Mm-hmm. But like you have a Satanist making his clothes and then it gets boycotted. But it's like, yeah, but how many, there's so many other brands that you buy that have the same ideology and mindset. They're just quiet about it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, you literally would have to be like essentially Amish. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of places that have like somebody who's supporting the kingdom of darkness making their clothes or like designing it just 100%. like Target did. But yeah. Target like promoted it yeah right i mean like i'm sure Walmart, told people about it walmart's probably just as evil as target they're just quiet oh, about yeah. it right you know you got other places like that where it's like eh, it's probably not going to be great mm-hmm. and then you got to think about like even those giant stores are putting about a lot putting a lot of mom and pop shops out of business mm-hmm. so maybe that's a problem in my mind a little bit when we say it's hard a hard choice i feel like that's kind of a cop-out because the only hard part about the choice is that I don't want to make it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only hard part about me, like not having an iPhone to not support darkness is that I don't want to have an iPhone. Right. 
uh, the, the well, hard yeah, there's nothing hard about the decision well it's hard to let go of the things that we've become so comfortable with mm. that's what's hard it's like that, waking up in the morning that's convicting though because you're like yeah. oh it's hard to let go of sin and you're like you're saying well i'm not gonna right well that's what is it sin to own these things and that's where it's like i i doubt that it's sin i don't think really? it's sinful for us to own the things if we but the problem is it's like we could say but then if you agree with the practices but it's like well you're giving your money to it thus keeping the the business in uh, alive thus propagating it more mm-hmm. and so it is it's very culpable i just don't know if i would call it sin but then again if you know to do good and you don't do it that's sin mm-hmm. so it could, i mean if we can if we can clearly identify let's just say um for for example sheen you don't shop at sheen because they have some unethical like labor practices yeah right and so you have identified that as like a moral thing or ethical thing you don't want to partake in Mm -hmm. so would you say if you did shop at sheen that you would be sinning um yeah i don't know if i'd say yes but i just want to know your yeah i don't know if i would say yes but you would definitely I, I would feel morally compromised. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing I feel with my iPhones. Mm. I feel the same way. When you have I, more than one iPhone? No. No, I used to. <laughs> I had an old one that I used as a backup in case my other one broke. People should only say my iPhones. My iPhones. Yeah. Two. You know, I got my iPhones yeah, my at iPhones. home. <laughs> each yeah, have like four one iPhones. for each day of the week. That's a different color. Bro, you know you can get like bigger <laughs> screens. You can just get a tablet. I just have four iPhones. That's the four. Uh, I stack them all together and sync them up. Press play all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have like an iPad. I have a computer. I have an iPhone. I have. The, we have these yeah. mics, you know. And so I do feel morally compromised when we talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like, I know this was made by slaves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And I don't, I don't know if there is an answer for that aspect of like, mm-hmm. what does it mean to go so far and to be like, okay, we're not going to have partake in any of it because yeah. you can do that. Mm-hmm. You will just l- like lose all the enjoyment of the life that you live right now. Well, uh, yeah, kind of, which is, that's a big statement, which is fine. And it's a, it's a, if someone that gets convicted and they go that route, it's noble, but it's like. You're giving up your phone, which means you're giving up all social media. You could mm-hmm. jump to Android, but that's the same problem there. Yeah. So then you have a dummy phone, and then you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to shop at all these We have places. to spend more money. You can sell a smartphone. You have to spend more money. Yeah. You have to spend more money. But then it's like, you, yeah, where are you working? What are, are their business practices ethical? Should mm-hmm. you even work at a company whose business practices are unethical? Yeah. And it's like... So, like, and, and for a lot of people, it's like, look, I'm just trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to pay my next bill. I don't have the luxury to right. choose all these different things. I don't yeah. think there's grace. I'm in there. this machine, and the machine's not ethical, but I'm in it. Yeah, and I think yeah. that, I think what you just said, that's where we are. That's yeah. the whole world. Everywhere you go, every country you go yeah. to. Yeah, more or less. We've yeah. traveled a lot. We've seen it. Yeah, there's unethical things in every country you're in, but in, in some aspect, you're like, if you're living on the outskirts of Thailand farming, you're like, you're not unethically sourcing your food and you like probably don't have a smartphone but you might be the you might be the victim of the unethical system because sure yeah but the, you're not morally a part of it then, yeah or like responsible for it which is what we're right, talking about right 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 so in that aspect you can be a farmer in thailand yeah and have no smartphone we're moving to thailand <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i think the smartphone aspect of it is less problematic because they are actively working on more ethical ways of 
of obtaining cobalt and stuff like that. And so, so they tell us, and that's the main part of foreign phone, foreign, of foreign foreign phone, of phone sourcing that's unethical, right? Mm. All the other parts are mostly made in Korea by Samsung, and it's mostly ethical from my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So the cobalt is the only part that's sort of unethical or could be unethical in certain mines. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of like food sourcing, right? Like yeah. there are some mines that are fine and there's like one or two that are not. Yeah. Yeah. And so just like, like food sourcing, there are some places that do factory farming and there's some that are not. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which are which sometimes. They'll say it on the label. Are they lying? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we can like do our best to sort of skirt around these things. So like when it comes to phones, it's not as much of a problem for me as it would be maybe like Sheen or H&M. I would have to look more into those things to see, like, have they made improvements since... Because everybody's for a long time been like, oh, Sheen, HMM, like, like all these places are unethical. Mm -hmm. I have to see if they've made strides to stop being like that. But everybody uses Amazon Prime. Yeah. And uh, Amazon does the same things. And if it's like, yeah, maybe Amazon doesn't... They do, but maybe they don't ethically Mm -hmm. or unethically source things. Maybe it's all ethical. But they're flying their planes all over the world and destroying Mm -hmm. the ozone layer. Yeah. So that's another thing where it's like, and it's like, and if, are you not going to travel if then? you take down Amazon, are you going to get rid of the millions of jobs they've created too? Like, that's not a good thing to do. And then there would just be another vacuum and something else would rise up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's the thing. We are in the machine. The machine's not good. How do we. And the machine's up? capitalism. We need to tear it down. <laughs> that's such. That's, it's corporatism. Just it's corporatism, for sure. It's like capitalism too unrestricted. And mm. that's why we need restrictions. I was joking, honestly. <laughs> It would be a bad thing to put restrictions on how big a business can grow. Mm. So have more competition. So you have the these levels, right? And you pretty much just have to do what your convictions say when it comes to like the first level. It Mm. seems like, like for me, I have an iPhone and I have my Apple products because I think they're trying to do the best job they can at getting rid of like the unethical ways that they have sourced those things, Mm. right? And they're doing better and not every single cobalt mine is unethical, mm-hmm. right? Just some mm-hmm. of them are. Yeah. And so I think that that's an okay compromise to make. I don't feel like I'm sinning when I do that. You know what I mean? The ones that are harder for me are like, where do I shop to get food? Because that is clearly directly destroying ecosystems all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I got to still eat food. And I feel called to the place I'm in. And so I can't really move necessarily. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I should move. And so I kind of just got to keep eating food that I can afford because I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like because of my financial, economic, and where I feel like the Lord has placed me, situation, mm-hmm. situations, I feel like I can't really think it's about those choice. compromises. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's and I think that what you said earlier like hits a nail on the head where it's like you're an unethical system. And you're trying to do your best in the system. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could, it's like, well, can you shop at a local mart? Like those local farmers and down the parking mm-hmm. lot aren't too much more expensive than Safeway, but Safeway is way more expensive than Walmart. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, you could try your best to do it, but you know, you're not, you're probably not going to do it a hundred percent. Maybe, and I don't know if this is, this probably doesn't directly pr- apply, but like the early church was facing like the idea, the reality that, Oh, this meat that I'm about, I might buy was sacrificed to an idol. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can eat any meat in the market because it was sacrificed to an idol. Mm-hmm. 
And then Paul says, hey, don't worry about who, if it was sacrificed or not. Just buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just meat. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that aspect is like, okay, cool. Maybe we could just not ask questions and go about our business and live peacefully. But the question is, or the problem is, the sacrifice, to, the that animal being sacrificed to, to an animal didn't disadvantage a large population of a mm-hmm. well, a good life. Yeah. Now, it did dip into something that is more serious than just disadvantaging people's lives, and that got into the demonic realm. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're sacrificing to an idol, you're sacrificing to demons, that was a big problem. And so that's another aspect where it says, have no, uh, do not participate in the fruitless deeds of darkness, is... Okay, but we haven't even begin begun to talk about the demonic. And now mm-hmm. it's it could be said that the giant mono farming, the unethical things are all backed are all demonic in themselves. Yeah, which I agree with. Yeah, it's it's, it's demonic. Anything that part of the kingdom of light, it's part of the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's demonic. But there's also like the aspect of actually partaking in over, like obvious demonic practices. Mm. You know, and that's where we get into the whole thing with the concerts and all mm. this stuff. And I don't know if there's a difference, but. Do you think there is? I think, well, different category, categories for sure. But I think... In reality, what is the difference? Like if I, let's say there's demons behind unethical farming and I unethically farm, what's the difference between me doing that and me like being a part of, the, I don't know, a Jay-Z performance or something? Well, yeah, one... Oh, who was the... There was one of the guys, maybe... Oh, it was The weekend. The weekend had the word oh, Satan right. flashing in the background. Yeah. Um... It could be that you could have a job at a farm and they do unethical things, mm-hmm. but maybe you're in a situation where you can't do anything about your job. You're like, look, I don't want to work here. I'm doing my best to be ethical while I'm on the job. I'm going to live an upright and moral ethical life, but it's hard for me to get a job right now. There's not a lot I can do. You could say, God, I want to leave. Will you provide a job? And he probably would do so. Mm-hmm. But also there's a difference between like, I'm just a victim to the system and there's so little that I can't actually do a lot. And then saying, I know this music is evil and not helping my soul, mm-hmm. but I'm going to listen to it anyways. Like, one you have complete control of and one it's, it's very hard to change. For a better comparison, let's say like you're listening to a song that is clearly supporting the demonic, mm-hmm. right? Or watching a music video. And let's say, what's the difference between that, like from a spiritual standpoint, is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that, like clearly supporting the kingdom of darkness, like visibly or audibly, mm-hmm. and listening to a song that supports practices of the kingdom of darkness, like uh, immorality or whatever you want to say that's in the song. Right? Say that again. So one song, let's say, is about like sleeping around and selfishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pride. Yeah. And the other song is about demons and worshiping Satan. Oh, uh, well, that's a, I'd say don't listen either. Okay, yeah. So by, what I'm saying is what's the difference? Well, I'm talking about the business and the spiritual. Like the unethical practices of the business might are are harder to control in your life. You have to buy a shirt. Yeah. You have to buy clothes. No, I don't, we don't agree. We don't disagree there. Right, right. Well, I'm, let me, I'm, okay. So you have to buy clothes. You have to buy clothes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe try to, if you can't go to a thrift shop, maybe do that. But still, at the source, that's probably unethical. But not my thrift shop because I want to get the good yeah. stuff. And so don't, don't go, to our don't go there. Yeah. Thanks. But like, so it's like you got to wear clothes. So you just have to choose something. Mm-hmm. You can't go around naked. When it comes to the music and the movies you watch, 
that's when you have the total control of what you allow into your life. Yeah, mostly. And so because you have the control, you are more um, responsible. You have more responsibility to choose the wiser thing. Mm. You Maybe you shop at Target because it's the best deals and the cheapest amount for you and you are it's financially hard for you right mm-hmm. now. And so that's like, uh, it's unfortunate I got to go to Target. I don't want to, but I'm going to. So you go there. But <laughs> you just see every white girl like during the protest, like, oh, I have to go. To- I have to go. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe you have to go to Target or Walmart or buy from Amazon, mm-hmm. but you don't have to listen to this type of music that is demonic. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't listen to music that sleeps around or demonic. You shouldn't listen to either. Music that sleeps around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you shouldn't listen to music that promotes those things. I would, listen, I would say both are wrong, and you shouldn't listen to them. Yeah. There's no, re- and also there's a lot of scripture that talks about the things you can control, letting into your life. You have a lot of responsibility of. Mm. You know, there's like this: have no fruit, do not participate in the fruitless deeds of darkness. There's whatever is pure, righteous, and noble. Think on such things. Mm. And there's all these things about like whatever you are directly responsible for make it for the glory of God. So if you have the choice between Christian music that is good and music that is like demonic and also worldly, Mm -hmm. you should probably choose the Christian music Mm -hmm. more often than not. And probably always if you can. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing is when you listen to music that is demonic or maybe you watch a horror movie that is glorifying the demonic you are agreeing with that spirit and you're giving that spirit a place in your life where now you have an open door and oppression can happen. And that actually happens. Like we had Maria Daltrey on a couple, maybe last year or something mm-hmm. like that. And she was saying like a lot of people struggle with um, lust and sexuality and stuff like that. And I just say, what are you listening to? And she goes through the Spotify and they listen to all this music that glorifies sleeping around glorifies mm-hmm. all this evil stuff and it's like yeah no wonder you have a you have an open door to this you're allowing this demon to be in your life mm-hmm. and maybe people are like oh i'm dealing with fear it's like well are you watching a lot of horror movies and it's like yes and it's like mm-hmm. okay why yeah and you know the bible says that perfect love casts out all fear so why would you put yourself in a play and god is love so if God casts all, out all fear and he's freed us from fear mm-hmm. why would you put yourself in a to watch a movie where you know you're going to be afraid and you're opening that door to fear. Yeah. It's like, and, and people don't like to talk about that, but it's like, that's demonic. Mm. We have friends that we know who love horror movies mm. who like, are like, yeah, it's fine. It's not a problem. But I see those same people who say it's not a problem struggling with the same thing for years and years and years and can never overcome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you just, and, it, and it, I don't, I've never had an opportunity to talk to them. I've never had that place in their life to say, they probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's there's agreements that we make that have bigger impacts and so yes it's about the moral implication but it's also about like the sanctif- sanctifying of your soul mm-hmm. you buying a shirt at walmart's walmart probably isn't opening doors to the demonic mm-hmm. but you listening or watching something that is walmart's doors are a door to the demonic that's that's <laughs> fair <laughs> but like you you know there's there's things that we do where we we can in a, unintentionally partner with demonic things mm-hmm. and that gives us that gives the demons an open door in our life where if you're doing something out of ignorance or just like a result of your situation and you're trying and your heart's not like yeah i agree with this, this is good then you're probably 
more in the clear. Mm-hmm. Like we have iPhones, but we hate the way they're made. So we're not agreeing with the spirit. It's just that we have to have them. But our dollars are agreeing with it. Yes. That's problematic. Yeah. I think I bring up the uh, the like difference between like listening to just a secular song versus listening to like a clearly demonic song. Mm-hmm. And I bring it up because I don't think there is a difference between mm-hmm. those two things. But often one gets the Christian clicks of like, oh my gosh, it's demonic. I don't want to listen to it. And the other one slides under the radar because we're Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Because it's more, I don't know, like acceptable because our culture does it more. Where I think... I agree with that. I think when it comes to like a non-Christian, I don't think there's a difference spiritually in what happens to them if they're listening to like a demonic song versus a... Yeah, well, they're slaves to sin still. Yeah, so like there isn't a difference there. Mm-hmm. The difference is only for Christians. Yes. It's like when someone like puts like Satanist imagery on something. If I wasn't a Christian, I'd be like, same thing. Yeah, of course. Don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a Christian watch and like, oh my gosh, how yeah. did they do that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, but same world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Still same world as like just a normal like song promoting non-Christian ideals. Yeah, it's like when One Direction has songs about doing stuff all night long and like you have high school or middle schoolers listening and you stop and listen to the lyrics like, this is about having sex out of wedlock all night long. Mm-hmm. Middle schoolers shouldn't be listening to this. Mm-hmm. And then, but, you know, maybe Christian parents don't realize that and they let it go because it sounds clean. There's no swear words. Mm-hmm. But there's other music that is clearly more demonic than Christians are like, don't do that. And it's like, well, don't let your kid do either. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out because I think there is mm-hmm. like a an aspect of sensationalism mm. that the enemy almost wants Christians to play into to be like, this is the evil thing. This is not evil. Cause the right you're already listening. And then we'll be in bondage somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. I think that's definitely a tactic he uses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, can you see how like crazy, like the weekend's music video was and you're listening to something else that's just as bad, you're but like, like not sensational. You're not married and you're listening to fishing in the dark. Fishing in the dark. <laughs> you can only listen to that when you're married. Yeah. I finally stopped sending Nice job. last year when I uh, was listening to it. <laughs> that can be taken in some other context. I be. finally stopped saying last year. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Now he's married. I was just talking about Fishing in the Dark, the yeah. song, yeah. not the act. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the big overarching thing is like, yeah, what do we do about the big corporations that are unethical that we all benefit from? That and we say it's a hard question because the only thing we're wrestling with is our, like, yeah, our conviction and our reality mm-hmm. not meshing together. Yeah. So for the first, for the first category, I think it's conviction, mm-hmm. right? For the the second category of the themes, I think it's like pretty clear. Usually, like Christians would probably stay away from a lot of those things. The last category is hard. Which was the last one again? The last category is. Does and almost impossible, it, literally impossible to get away from. But the last category is, let's say I'm listening to a song, or I go buy a cheeseburger, or I am driving a car, and the CEO of that car company, or the CEO of that burger <clears throat> joint, or uh, the producer of the song I'm listening to, um, promote practices that are not Christian. Should I partake in those things? Because there's lots of people who boycott places because of their, like, what they support. Right? Yeah, like Target, like we're seeing now. Right, yeah. right. So in in my opinion, I don't care about any of that. 
because or for the most part because dude the person making my burger is probably not a christian you know what I mean? Yeah. And the per- like where they got it, or maybe they're not Christian. And the CEO for sure probably isn't Christian. So I'm not surprised by their unchristian practices, but I still would like to eat a burger. I don't think there's demons in it. Yeah, I went to I went to Chubby's yesterday. Have you had Chubby's yet? No. Oh my gosh. It's so expensive. Yeah. I only got it because it was our anniversary. Yeah. We only get it every now and then. But literally, I had a burger, their Chubby's fries, which is deli- it's like fries, bacon, cheese, and their sauce. Nice. It's delicious. It's a meal in itself. Mm-hmm. And their milkshake. And it was $30. Well, I was like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. It was so good. Um, yeah, that guy probably was not a Christian. Yeah. He might even, what if they even like, yeah, live lifestyles or promote things? What if it's a Satanist? Mm-hmm. I worked at a coffee shop and my coworker was a Satanist. Mm-hmm. Am I not supposed to work on the coffee shop? Or eat, drink from that coffee shop? Well, you shouldn't. Anyways, it sucks. Bad coffee. Bad coffee. <laughs> sucks. Different reasons. If you're in Michigan, don't drink Big Bees. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, and that, it's like, okay, no, like, we, yes, we have to be responsible with what we have control of in our life, mm-hmm. but also, we can't just totally leave and ignore the world because we need to save the world. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus came and lived as a slave, or as a refuge, I guess you could say, conquered, um, colonized. Yeah. Would you say the no. Jews weren't colonized? No. They were conquered. Buzzword. Slaved? Slaves? They weren't slaves either. Refugees. No. They were conquered and they didn't have freedom. Yeah, conquered is just a good yeah. word. And he came and lived under the Roman Empire. Indentured. Indentured. He was know. that's voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he so he he was living under the Roman Empire as a as a Jew, didn't have a lot of freedoms, and he was still willing to heal the Roman son. Mm-hmm. The the centurion's son. Mm-hmm. The centurion's slave. Both both stories. Yeah. You know, and he, when he had opportunity, he shared the gospel with the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. He said at first, like, hey, I'm here for Israel. And then they were like, no, please, even the, even the dogs eat the crumbs. And he's like, well, that's a lot of faith. Mm-hmm. All right. And so Jesus is love. It's a lot of faith. It's a lot of faith. I walked in and I said, wow, that's a lot, that's of, a lot faith. of faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he was living a lifestyle in which he was also in a system that was not promoting the kingdom of God. Mm. And in his system, he did what he could to promote the kingdom of God. And we wouldn't say that anytime Jesus ate a f- like food from the market that he was sinning because he bought food from people who were unethical. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say Jesus wasn't, never sinned. Yeah. So it's probably therefore possibly not sin for us. And yeah. I'm sure there are people who still did unethical things, mm-hmm. you know, and he hung out with tax collectors. It doesn't mean just because he hung out with tax collectors and put on a party for tax collectors. Mm-hmm. He was validating the things that the tax collectors were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually making opportunity to call them to repentance. And yeah. so there's that weird dilemma where, yeah, I think what we have to do is do our best to be the light in the darkness. If you're in the system of darkness, you got to live in the system you are mm-hmm. and try to bring as much change as you can. Yeah. And so if you have, if the Lord promotes you to an opportunity where you are somehow in charge of Apple's cobalt mining sourcing, and you're a Christian, you have the responsibility to make that change then. And God has given you, yeah, God's given you the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so there's that, but I don't think that just because we partake in things that. Let's get some examples just like for you and me to see like what we would say. Let's say. Like a more tame example, the owner of Buffalo Wild Wings, where mm-hmm. we go sometimes on Thursday nights, 
to get half off boneless wings. Half off wings. Half off chicken half nuggets. $3 beer too. It's not very good, but it's $3. Say we go there. Let's say the owner of that restaurant or that chain or franchise or whatever um, says that every night he has an orgy. Oh my God. <laughs> or a few times a week. He just really likes, he supports orgies. And he's like, this is my favorite thing. Do you still eat a Buffalo Wild Wings? If he came out from the public and said, I like this. I love RGs, yeah. Do you still eat a Buffalo Wild Wings? I do 100%. Yeah. Do that, it doesn't matter if that guy, like, yeah, he's he like, does, he's not a Christian he's probably. Already li- he's already doing a lie, like, lying right now. He doesn't have to admit it, but he, he's a liar. He's already a sinner. Mm. And so his status as a sinner doesn't change. And so... You eating there now supports whatever sin he's doing. If you want to look at it that way, I don't think so because no, I, I know I, oh. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I'm saying like if you're gonna say you have to boycott it because right. that's sin, or I'm saying then you should boycott it now because he's already sinning. Right. Just because he's a sinner and he's sinning doesn't mean you gotta boycott. Okay, it. I see what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So any non-Christian owned company, you shouldn't go there because they're sinning. If you're gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to a harder example. Then let's say like. The, the owner of Buffalo, I don't know how this would work. But let's say the owner of Buffalo Wild Wings is like, I love orgies. And the goal of Buffalo Wild Wings is to get people to eat wings and have orgies. Then but, I wouldn't go. But like, they don't do anything to make people do that. But it's like, this is the mission statement of the, of the yeah. restaurant. Then I wouldn't go there. Because if people see us going there, they're going to think Christians are okay with orgies. But that's about the. That's but there's no the, orgies happening there. Yeah, but or the anything. mission statement is we want you to have orgies. Mm-hmm. Eat our chicken, have orgies. Yeah, and so because if now if you eat there, they're gonna say they're gonna look at dairy and be like, oh, he's eating there. He must also like orgy because they're so mm. tied together in that mission statement. Okay, but then let's think about this. Then you go to Wingstop. Every company in the world this month is saying, like, the is completely like affirming of any kind of mm-hmm. LGBTQ kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. that's part of their mission statement now. Like, we are committed to this kind of a thing, and so they're promoting. Like in our mm. minds, like some sinful practices as part of their mission statement. And it's not as crazy as orgies, but like that's like their mission statement now. And so mm-hmm. it might be as crazy as orgies. And so like, can't, should we support those places? Like Buffalo Wild Wings does do that. Yeah. And so it's like, can Target we? Target does do that. You know, every, but that's the thing. I wonder if companies are doing it not because they care. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they don't care about the people, but I'm saying they probably are just trying Look, to get, they're doing they're it for do, money they're doing for sure. it for trends they're doing it for money and for greed. trends so do you want to back the greed uh. boom and so I think if you're being consistent then you can't eat anywhere really because they are gonna like you, you can't judge their intentions like it's not something you could do mm-hmm. but like they're all gonna be supporting as part of their mission statement like worldly ideologies and I think I would still be fine eating somewhere even if the owner was like I love orgies and I want everybody to do it it's part of our mission statement like there's every company part of their mission statement or part of the things they support is like worldly practices. I just want some chicken. You know what I mean? Right, listen, is the chicken good enough? What? Is the chicken good enough for me to keep going? <laughs> Depends how good the chicken is. Yeah. No, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. A little bit more and it might depend on, there, like we said earlier, uh, at least before we we're doing the show, I don't know if there's a solid answer. Mm. And so it probably depends on everybody's conviction. Yeah. It's my conviction of that someone said that, or let's take it a step further. If someone said, we want you to eat our chicken and we hire witches to curse the chicken. <laughs> so it put spells on the chicken. So you will be more addicted and come back and eat it. Yeah. Which people put spells on objects all the time. It's mm-hmm. a thing that happens. That's why like we've had 
someone talk about how they this this person brought back this like witch doctor mask or someone that's supposed to do this stuff and they started seeing demons in their house and they're like mm. and then the person's like what happened what? they're like well i just wanted to see if it would work mm. and the person's like you idiot. it worked you knew that their demons were coming yeah and you did it you know and so and that was just like a mask that they bought in kenya mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so let's take a step further like oh if they're if they're saying um we're hiring witches to put spells on that chicken to make it taste better mm-hmm. i wouldn't either i'd be like listen okay now that you have come out and said you're partaking in the demonic mm-hmm in like a we are we are oh we're get where we put a spell on this and we want you to eat it and you'll like it better what that is is a curse that you will be in bondage to to eat it and that will cause an addiction so i'm like okay because you just openly came out and said that i'm not doing it mm-hmm. have no no have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness yeah i will not eat it mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so that would be a situation then maybe that's what uh, maybe you, you can make an argument like hey just buy it and pray over it and break the curses Mm-hmm. You could say that. I would think that that sounds a little bit presumptuous to say, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it anyways, and I'm going to break the curses and be fine. It's like, well, just don't eat that chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's other chicken places. It doesn't yeah. have to be that chicken place. Yeah. I think in closing, for everybody, the hard part about all this <laughs> is that the verse in Ephesians says, have no part in this darkness, but mm-hmm. rather expose it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to quantify <laughs> no part yeah right yeah it's that's what we're trying to get at of like and this is kind of for us individually you got to do this for yourself and be like what does having no part of the kingdom of darkness like mean to me yeah individually yeah and you can look at biblical definitions like we tried to do um, in different parts like in galatians like we brought up but you got to do that for yourself and figure out like what is this kingdom of darkness that i'm that i'm trying not to partake in and i'm trying to expose even Mm mm-hmm and you got to do that because it is a little bit nuanced. Sorry, Robin. A little bit nuanced. <laughs> and it's hard to do. So you yeah. got to figure out, are you going to support orgies and chicken or no? You know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it's a hard choice. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we close? Yeah. Um, just it's really up to our, maybe your conviction and how much control you have over your life. That is like probably where I would land on. Mm. Because it's like you could get an iPhone or Android, but both are made by slaves. The so. control aspect is hard. Yeah. Because it's like you're poor. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Like how much... Co- if you're a millionaire and you have the ability to live completely ethical and you're a Christian, you should do it. You should maybe start a company to make it easier for people to do. Mm. The but, ethics of being a millionaire is a little also interesting, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe you get wrote good books. Yeah. Like all the MacArthur boys. You just got to go through the Eye of a Needle now. What? You just got to go through the Eye of a Needle now. But, yeah yeah good luck yeah <laughs> That's all, all right well yeah it's, it's just a it's a fun conversation it's a hard conversation but it's a mm-hmm. good one to have i'm glad we had it and if you guys have better thoughts than us that you want to share on how we can live more ethical lives um drop them in the comments mm-hmm. send us to your ethical friends or your non-ethical friends <laughs> you know? we'll hang with my ethical friends <laughs> <laughs> hang out with my non-gmo friends yeah real quick <laughs> uh, have a good week and come back next week yeah we enjoy podcasting and we yeah. got to do it again it's fun hope you enjoy if you guys want to give us money we're gonna we're trying to buy a camera yeah right now we're recording with my iPhone so if you want to give us $800 so we can buy a camera <laughs> let us know we'll take it yeah alright see y'all later shoots <laughs>